Check mic one two. Check check mic two. All right. You ready, Ty? Let's get this started. Get my people out the chains, nigga. I need handcuffs. Time to man up. Put my hands up. Fuck you, saying, bro? Cause I'm a black man in a phantom. Is it cause my windows came in car cost three hundred thousand I blow endo in it? Yeah. Speak your mind shit. You already know. You already know what time it is. It's not fucking time, nigga. The game of the week. Game of the fucking year. You already know what it, what it is. 3,000. Then you get respect. I can buy up. Montana. Hey man, that is that type of weather too outside. That boss talk weather. Good football about comeback. They they don't understand what's about to happen, Ty. They don't know. <laughs> they don't fucking know what's happening. Man, all this stuff's gonna be on the Patreon. Huh? Hey man, we'll get to it though. They don't they don't feel me. They don't feel me. Remember, first 10 minutes on the YouTube, try not to cuss. Right. We'll try my best. I need you to actually try. Another day. I forgot he was on this song. And he got an album coming out too. Oh my goodness. I don't know. This is something about Rick Ross sometimes. It's like he just has that motivation in his voice that just make you want to go get some money or something he tapped into this boss bag he got mm. to got to Two chains. Skateboard on a 
I thought I was finished though, right? I said it's that, that type of weather, that boss talk weather. You it only makes it better when I need to play this man right here. You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> Motivation. All my Wolverines stand up. I don't know about all that. We here. They gotta come see us. They got to come see us. Granted, y'all chickened out last year. Coming out to the big house. I need everybody to stand up. You already know. gotta say we might get into this another time but this man 21 savage might be in his rap career prime as we speak oh yeah for sure this nigga has not missed the on a evolution feature. from his rap style oh my god nigga listen immaculate listen Free shine, free shine. So the coming, I'm catching, we not keep going, keep going. Better come and get your bitch, cause she gone. She don't go. It's that straight drop, straight drop. All these other niggas, we talking. Come on, not a Jada, she kissing. Nigga, deep, bro
out on the west, they rapping tree talk. These niggas still talking like bitches. I pray that shit stop. I don't wanna hear your opinion about what's hip hop. Dirty hand for my bridges, nigga. That's hip hop. I'm good. Really life. The only way to separate the men and mice. Until you seem successful, you consider roguish. That's why you seen that nigga pull up in that lotus. He got the 40 on him up against his colon. Standing in the club and know them niggas rolling. We all got a purpose in my people serving. All got some working in them speaking murders. Still be counting funds until my fingers hurt. Praying for your mother, but it still hurts smoking on a bag that I got from burning the bottles are black and that bitch so earner soldiers waving flags when they see the colonel if you see the flash then it don't concern you oh god hey man motivation right there y'all hate to cut it off but you already know what time it is Oh, I needed to turn that up too, but god damn it. <laughs> we gonna do it like this though. Speak your mind 2.0 SYM Networks. Speak your mind. <laughs> we back. Bitch ass niggas. I know. <laughs> What's popping, y'all? We, we are back. Like he just said, we are back. Episode 5 2 Speak Your Mind 2.0 <laughs> podcast. I am your boy, Seth. This is your boy, TY. What's good, y'all? We Round of applause. Back. Hold on. I know it's in here, too. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Had to get the clap in. Had to get the clap in. But it's time. We, we just getting right into it, goddammit. You already know this what the fuck. Is, this episode is literally called The Catch-Up. <laughs> the Catch-Up, The Game, whatever you want li- to call it. The Smoke. All that shit. We we are here what right say? right now, right here, right now. N- niggas at work have been talking crazy, and respectfully so. I as as a Michigan fan, I as a realist, I understand what you guys have. But all that shit goes out the window. It's not even just about what we have. It's just the fact that with Michigan as a whole, when y'all get enough confidence during the season. Y'all get overconfident when y'all come when it come to us, and then in the end, it always shoots y'all in the foot. That history has literally shown that not once, not twice, but three times. Hey, twenty sixteen. That's fine. Twenty seventeen. That is fine. Twenty eight. Twenty eighteen alone. Yes. That is fine. It is time. It, it, is it really fine? Yeah. No, it's not. But it's exactly my point. It is time to right the wrongs that have should have been right righted. A long time ago, with that debacle call we all know and love, <laughs> that nigga JT was never over the fucking line. But you can say what you say, you can say what you say. But, but again, he had he had full possession of the but, ball. It stretched out. He bumped his old lineman, 
and that's why he went back. Nigga he was, got the first down. Nigga was never, but even bef- but even never. still, even still, y'all could have closed the game out earlier, but y'all chose not to. Granted, I give I will give you that. But and of course, Harbaugh had to play had to put his two cents in it by ha- having costly costly penalties. Anyways, besides that, we're talking about 2021. What happened? What is happening now? Anyways, for preferences, we are going to be talking about Michigan, Ohio State. I don't give a fuck about nothing else the uh, college football uh, weekend because all them games are probably this is, trash. This is going to be more so the marquee game that everybody's going to watch. This is the this game of the year. Because literally this is going to determine who's going to make that final college football playoffs by depending on which seed the team wins and uh, the final uh, bracket comes out um, the week after championship football. So That's a fact. So long story short, let's just give like a little brief history and summary of both teams' uh, gameplay this whole, this whole season. Go right ahead, Ty. So, starting off with my butt guys. Now, let's be honest. The first two games were shaky, and of course, the second game became became a major L when we lost to Oregon. And people were coming for CJ Stroud, said like, "Oh, he needs to bench. Oh, he ain't ready." Now, mind you, he was 19 at the time and started his first college football game ever. And as a, as a Michigan fan, I was saying that I was like, "Y'all need to relax." As it's exactly fans. my point. So, what happened the next game? We found out. Uh, wasn't necessarily one of his best games, but we found out he was dealing with a shoulder injury. So, what happened? When we played Akron, he got some rest. Ever since that week he took off when we played Akron, he has been showing nothing but straight poise, complex, composure, controlling the, controlling the offense, knowing where to throw the right, knowing when to throw the ball, knowing when to get out of the pocket to scramble to either scramble for his first down yardage or even, you know, do a nice little dump off pass of – Right receiver for some for some yardage. So. That's my that's still my only critique on him. He needs to stop being scary and at least be a, attempt to be a threat. He we know but we but know you didn't come there to run the ball. Nigga. But the we thing is that. though, when you have a when you have right, as great right. as O line as we do, is really not that much you can do as far as our running. Now, granted, if it's there, take it. But I feel like with Shroud, the thing that he does is he likes to keep his eyes up on the field. Yeah, so, so it's like if he's scrambling and perfect. he's and he's not so like if he's scrambling and he knows where like the uh, marker is for him not to cross, he's gonna throw it to somebody that's open. Perfect. I I agree with everything that you just said. But my only thing is when that when you know it's like an instinct. You know that a the play is definitely botched and definitely over with. So I just want him to get that that clock in his head i feel like i feel like he will eventually but, right but just kind of sum it up with that so yeah that was the offense and well that was one of the things on offense and real quick these running backs i mean coming into the season i really thought master teague was about to be that guy but at the Again, same time master though, teague, i'm so sorry but at the same time though when you have the number one running back from the 2021 class right. and he has not played a football in over a year because in his state of virginia they canceled their football season for his senior year so literally he sat out a whole year and just was preparing to come to Ohio State, and that's why he enrolled early. Mm-hmm. And literally from fall camp, they had been saying, hey, watch out for Travion Henderson. He just might play this year. Well, that didn't take long because the first game of the season, this nigga literally took off for a 72-yard uh, dump ball pass from Stroud, got his first touchdown against Minnesota, was doing his thing against Oregon. Granted, again, that still ended up in a loss, but you saw, okay, I think he needs to start. Mm-hmm. And that's literally what happened. And then he had that breakout breakout game against Tulsa to be like, okay, I'm the starter. And right. from there on, he's been literally just, you know, he has he has great moments. But then there's there's been a few times in the season where like you know defenses they like kind of like shut him down. But 
just still his overall body of work going into this game has been nothing but straight, tremendous, and I feel like he's only going to get better. And he's only a freshman. Mm-hmm. My so my my take on that is I I don't I'm not too worried about Charles' run game. Granted, that's that's the problem. Because we're probably going to be so concerned about, about the, the three-headed monster, which I'm about to get into in like a hot second. Right. And then all our DBs are going to have our back turned against them or turned against the running uh, against Travion. And then that's all. The, that's when all the holes are going to But open. even when y'all do that, though, y'all know for a fact he ha- he is a great uh, right. passing. He's a good uh, receiving rush, uh, running back, too. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like I feel like running game, the running game, that's not I'm not too worried about that. Granted. I know. Y'all should, I mean, granted, y'all should. Still I be know that's about. what. I, well, listen to the point of like I know everybody's seen the Michigan State game and what uh, Kenneth Walker the third did to us, but that was some bullshit. And y'all saw what we did to him again. That was, <laughs> I, I don't got no words for that. That was just that was my. That, sh- that shocked me. That, that shocked me. Game. I was not expecting us to do them like that. I was expecting like at least a good three quarter game until we took over in the fourth. But mm-hmm. anyway, back to the topic at hand. But um, yeah, Travion Henderson. I told Step this off camera. The fact that he's not in any awards this year for like the best running back award i'm saying this right now if he's not a heisman finalist or he's not in that discussion for the best running back award by his junior year y'all niggas are stupid i'm sorry they are and real quick just to kind of wrap it up with the offense the o-line i mean granted it would have been it would have been better to have harry miller as the starting center but you know he had a lower leg injury so that's why he's been out the whole season but luke uh whippler he has stepped up tremendously as center and i can't I, all i can do is just give him nothing but praise and like just keep grinding and this o-line is legit i mean this is probably one of the best O-lines we had. Granted, we have mostly tackles in there, but that's I think that's kind of like, if you really look at it, that's the beauty of having these guys on the O-line with Petit Friere, Thayer Mumford, Paris Johnson, and um, Dewan Jones, because really, all of them are tackles, but again, they're so versatile to play inside, and it helps out a lot too, so I will say that. Now, the cream of the crop. Chris Olave, who just broke David Boss's uh, record for receiving uh, touchdowns at Ohio State, which he will probably even further that going later into you know this week uh playing michigan and potentially in the big 10 championship game and potentially in the college football playoff i mean what what can we say like him coming back just probably boosted his draft stock and to be a first round pick as always so that is, that is a fact for real for real right he, did, he was smart for doing that exactly exactly so a lot of it keep doing your thing jackson smith and jigba i mean i've been watching him since his junior year in high school and his route running is ridiculous like his footwork tremendous like he was the first one out of the three to get to a thousand yards so mind you he's only a true sophomore so when Garrett and Olave leave for the draft this year he's about to take over the office next year and be that voice oh, yeah. now Mr. Garrett Wilson I mean I knew it when I saw his junior highlight tape in high school like oh this nigga's a three-year starter and out because <laughs> the way like, I never seen Ohio State wide receiver have that great of body control when it comes to catching the ball and this overall route running like he, I ain't never he seen literally that. makes everything look like vid- it's, it's too game. easy for him it's too easy for him and then you gotta love him talking shit to any db that comes his way i'm just like bro one of these games you're gonna get your ass in trouble for that shit but mm-hmm. you know we, 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 we need that but there's all three of those guys i mean we are literally about to be one of the few teams that can honestly say we have three 1000 yard receivers because i don't think that's ever happened in in ohio state history as far as our receivers go very, so very historic i will give you that very historic right and to kind of sum this up with our defense now going into the season i don't know what this season is about to look like i mean 
because I was one of those people that was going to give Kerry Combs a chance to be like, okay, you know, COVID last year, you know, defense wasn't really necessarily all the way healthy because COVID kept popping up. But, you know, we'll, we'll give him a chance. We'll, you know, see what, if he can, what he can do going into this year. Well, I'm sorry. That that, that was not the best move. <laughs> that, that, that wasn't the best move because literally just you can watch the Oregon game. We did not make any adjustments. We just stood in our in the in the assigned uh, spots to be at, and Oregon just literally did the exact same play over and over again until we adjusted, but we did. So I think I think going into that, I think after that game, people was like, okay, something needs to change because he's not the right guy to call defensive plays, and he's even admitted that he has never called defensive <laughs> plays. I'm not like, an X and O kind of guy. Exactly, he's just a raw raw hype up type guy, and he, you know he coaches ass off when it comes to DBs. But it's like, damn, dude. So they made the switch to Matt Barnes and like. And like early in the season against, I think I want to say Tulsa, yeah, against against Tulsa. And ever since Matt Barnes has been taken over as a defensive coordinator, this defense has slowly gained their confidence. And I think honestly, what we did to Michigan State with that offense that they have with Kenneth Walker and uh, Jaden Reed, regardless if Jalen Nagler was out or not, that offense was still you know low key a nice you know balanced offense. The fact we literally shut shut that down in a top ten matchup, I think this I think this uh, defense has finally found their stride and I think this is going to carry them into playing Michigan uh, this upcoming Saturday so overall this this is a typical team where you know you had your early loss wanted to see can you bounce back from it and they did emphatically so I think going into this game they about to have the most confidence that they ever had because they already know what's at stake so that's my take on my Buckeyes so on to your Wolverine sir <coughs> well Wolverine Nation, Wolverine fans, I want to say this is the beginning of the end. <laughs> First and foremost, preference that what I mean by is the beginning is the br- the future is very bright. Yes, it is. I will say that. Um, I have a stud and a running back in Donovan Edwards, which I like. JJ, he's coming. I'm pause. All I that. got something to say but about that, but continue. JJ is here. He, I'm telling you. Granted, he he. I don't know if we wanted to. If he if we would have played JJ this year, I I think we would have had some of the same uh success. I don't know because I'm I'm just looking at how you guys plug plug plugged and played uh CJ. I'm like, hmm. What if we did that this year? But besides all that, what I mean by saying it's the beginning of the end i don't i want to say we have a chance to win this year that is a very viable i will give you that yeah y'all do have a chance to win this year but my real my realist and my non-biased part of my brain is saying we're probably not going to do it this year it's not going to happen but the women's you know y'all won't do it this year secondary like always i just don't have an answer for that for that (laughs) bullshit over there like that shit is crazy literally these niggas blew out michigan state within the first quarter i have never seen that in my i've never seen that my well i can't lie I, I, i can't lie 2017 but this was on a whole different level yeah I'm, let me not let me not exaggerate like i never seen a team get blown out before but like, it's just, just the, the it, fashion it's, the, it it's, it's yeah. the way we did it that's the thing that was crazy but yes i don't feel like our secondary is it we just i don't daxon hill can only be in so many places at once but i ain't gonna lie though vincent gray though that yeah that vincent nice he's nice he's solid that's what i'm saying though we we're get we're getting there i like mike what mike mcdonald has done in his first year. I, where's round of applause for Mike Donald? Hold on, <laughs> I appreciate you. Just right. a round of applause for a secondaries coach. <laughs> 
But by by me saying that is uh, Mike Donald really changed a lot with him coming in with his first year. He w- he gave y'all a defense that y'all should have been running for a long time ago because I said it. A three four defense fits y'all style of players. I like a four three too. I I can o- I can always uh, rock with a four three. I just feel like that is the most safe. But realistically, defense. a three four fits Michigan's defense honestly because you it just see, de- you see it. it. Yeah, right. But it just depends in my opinion because you if you it just depends on your personnel personnel who you have on the line that's that's my main deciding factor but besides all that um yes mike mcdonald did his thing um we have defense defense as a whole i i like a lot y'all front seven is legit front seven is a legit aiden hutchinson uh ajabo they- both are on pace to uh be the best duo duo in uh, Michigan history with so, sacks. So, real quick. So, would y'all say y'all had what we had in 2018 when we had Nick Bosa and Chase Young at one point? Mm, think I of, mean, like, think about it. Think about it. Not really because we ha- you're forgetting we had uh, Rashad Gary and but I'm saying, but, Chase Winovich. But granted, so, but those, those, I, I, I'm, that's not, my, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie, though. <laughs> so, who you think is better, Hutchinson or uh, Winovich? In my opinion? Yeah. Because mm, I ain't going to lie. I'm going with Hutchinson. Oh, no. I, I'm more biased to Winovich just a little bit. But uh, Aiden, he, he's, show, he's shown himself because coming off COVID last year, it was it was a real bad year, and he was hurt. He got hurt too. So um, he did I, he did good in nineteen though. I'll give him that. Yeah, nineteen. I appreciate you for coming back too, sir. You didn't have to do that. You could have took your happy ass and uh, went to the league. But um, in my opinion, I would I just like Rashad Gary and Chase Winovich as my my two DNs to uh, start off my uh, all Big Ten or all Michigan elite I got you. defense. I got you. But. Um. Yeah. Those those two are crazy right now. Those two are going stupid. So those those are my two key players that need to be in the backfield with CJ at all times. If we want to have any semblance of a chance to disrupt their uh, pass, uh, just, disrupt, game, just, just to disrupt the offense as a yeah, whole. As a whole, yeah. We need them to get pressure immediately. Uh, Josh Ross, fantastic. Again, uh, let me say this again. Three, uh, in my opinion, all three of them that I just named, uh, Den- uh, I was about to say Dennis Dixon, Jackson <laughs> Hill, Ch- uh, Josh Ross, and uh, Aiden, Hunt- Aiden Hutchinson, all three All-Americans on all three levels. Of and the one defense. of them was potentially about to transfer. Exactly. Appreciate you didn't do that, my good friend, Mr. Hill. <laughs> um, but, yes, so it's like I, we have we are building to the point where we can get – we've always been able to get the players. It's just the – the ability to develop them. So, and that I feel- was the biggest problem. This is like, excuse me, y'all, y'all know how to recruit a well enough to get like a, a good amount of four stars, three stars, and a few five stars to you know balance everything out. Right, but it's like preparation wise, y'all always shoot yourself in the foot. And I, I will not disagree with that. But this year, I feel like it's it's getting a little bit better. Josh Gaddis, uh, play calling has gotten a lot better. I appreciate that. Cause definitely there was some, there's been some play calls this year that I was just like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? And um, and like I want to c- touch key on that, and you already know where I'm about to go with this. So you mentioned JJ McCarthy. Now don't get me wrong though, he is the future for y'all as when it comes to QB. He is. Mm-hmm. I, I give him that. But my thing is this though, is he really worth getting all this playing time only for him to potentially get injured or severely knocked out of the game because y'all want to have defenses, defenses like one, like, you know, scrambling their heads like, oh, dang, like he's coming in. How can we stop him? Because literally all they're doing with JJ is doing read options and then a few, you know, passes in the red zone. My thing is let a team scheme for that. If they scheme him right, there's a 50, 50, 50 chance he will get hurt or just, you know, cause a fumble. Key, key point, Michigan State. He had two critical fumbles. One of them went out of bounds, which he was so lucky on. But the second time he got in the game, I said, if he turns his ball over, 
they lost. And what happened? He mishandled the read option, and Michigan State got the ball and just pretty much sealed it, sealed the game with a touchdown. I give you that. There again, there's two ways to go about uh, go about that. You can put him in the game. You can have him get valuable reps within those games. But it's all situational. So in my opinion, I don't think it's situational to put him in this game because literally. Well, what, no, no. Well, what, have, what, have, what have I been saying? If going back to that Michigan State game, if McNamara is playing that entire oh, game, yeah, no, y'all are winning that game because McNamara went 21 for 28 against Maryland. He went what he he didn't he damn near had a career high against Michigan State. I think he went like 34 for like 20, 28, something crazy. He he didn't, he only missed like 10 passes. But uh, I, I agree with that. I agree with if McNamara is in the groove and let him flow and all that stuff. Don't disrupt that. Yeah, don't disrupt that. But it's just... I don't know. We we can't let him just sit there. We can't like. Yes, you can. Yes, we can. But pre- preference, what I'm saying, we cannot let. We have to be able to let him show something. We have to. But in get critical him, games like this, you really don't because he's yeah. going to do this next year. Granted, right, right, right. But I'm just saying, I have, I don't have a problem with them putting him in. In some, it's all about the situation. It's all about the situation. If if we have, if we feel like the momentum is on our way and we can catch you guys off guard with a quick little something all all for it it's just the right you have to be able to put him in the right play call right situation for him to be successful don't make him try and win you the game off of the play call no that's that not is a what, slight thing i feel like they will probably want that's do. what we were trying to do with him in in those feelings and in, in those plays that i feel like we we wanted him to win us those those games or win him win us that game in that moment we i don't want that i want him to be able to come in and be more of like somebody that can be a, a change of pace granted yes you we people have probably got a couple games of uh game film on him a little bit over the year but he played all season right nah, not re- not all season i mean granted we haven't really had him do a whole but lot he, but he burned his red shirt so he yeah yeah so he's he a burned. true freshman playing so yeah yeah, yeah. so i don't know it, it's just it's, it's very touch and go with me when it comes to letting him play but it's just all situational very situational for me but getting off of, uh jj and them offense uh offensive wise haskins quorum lord jesus that that uh best duo damn i mean besides besides y'all i think best duo in uh, the Big Ten. Is Haskins a senior? Yes, he's gone this year. I mean, crazy enough. But even but even when Haskins leaving, y'all still got a nice duo with uh, Edwards and uh, Corn. Right, but uh, he could come back because he has like two more years of eligibility. Oh damn, for real? Yeah, but I, I think he's gone. Nah, nah. The way he's been playing, I would say, bro, yeah. go 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 ahead and get your money, dog. Mm-hmm. You you he's, well you well deserved it. That's that's fine. He's gone, but uh, yes, those two best duo. Uh, offensive line actually surprised me a lot this year. I didn't think we were gonna have the, uh, a dominant offensive. Line the like physicality that, that y'all bringing to that offensive line is is crazy. I'll give y'all that. Yeah. So big plus receivers. That's it's like not a, even. That's like a roller coaster thing with y'all. It's, it's not like, even a, a a person per se. I'll just say the receiving group. We are a group. We don't have like a major like person that we go to. It's just. But as a group, we need all hands on deck. We yeah. need everybody when their number is called. You need to be executing on every cylinder right, um right. Er- eric all definitely going to be using you uh y'all love to use them tight ends yeah with those under screens and uh under uh quick slants and all that stuff um cornelius Cornel- he huh. he's really been like a 
a bust in my eyes to but me. This, but say, did he play against Maryland? Yeah, didn't do shit. But <laughs> again, uh, again, yeah, he was he was a bust to me. But I need him to step up to uh, <laughs> Roman Wilson. I appreciate you. He he's actually been the uh, guy that's been stepping up a lot, in my opinion. Now, granted, we already know who the main guy should have been, but you know, yeah, Ronnie, he always gets hurt every time. I'm like, damn, man. Like, shout out to Ronnie Bell. I wish you were. Uh, Hopefully, I think he might be able to come back because he might have a, a extra year. Of a, no, uh, no, he's coming back. He's coming back. So, uh, miss you, bro. Hopefully, you come back. Uh, who else? Don't get hurt again. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, Wilson, appreciate uh, you. Who was uh old dude that broke out against Michigan State? Number one. Uh, a- Anthony. Anthony. I forget. Uh, something. Anthony. Yeah, yeah. I will get your name. I promise. I will. Yeah. Uh, Anthony. Yes, I want him to be used a lot more though. He's our he's our true slot receiver. Mm-hmm. I want him to be used a lot more. But uh, as a group, I just need everybody to fire on all cylinders. Just be able to uh make the plays that need to be made when your numbers called. But so and oh, last but not least, special teams. I'm telling you, if we get a special teams play this game, I don't know. That might be well, the tide. Somebody, somebody said that I think y'all kind of exposed what y'all did against Maryland for us to really scheme for now. Oh, I'm not. Well, I'm not talking about a uh, like a fake punt. Or, I mean, granted, I could be talking. No, I'm about, talking about like when y'all. Uh, what was it? I think it was like a punt that y'all did, or it was a field kickoff. And y'all threw the pass back, and old dude scored for a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, but I'm they not. Saying, t- they saying like I think y'all is kind of exposed that way too early. Y'all mm. should have said that for us, but it is what it is. But I'm talking about more of like a block punt. We need those kind of special teams <laughs> play. We need one of those. So if we can get one of those, any type of special teams, uh, acti- yeah, activity stoppage, greatly appreciate because that could that could really uh, change the game. the game. Right. So, so just kind of wrap this up with this. So if you had a score prediction going into Saturday, what do you think is going to be niggas at work talking about like 40 45 i'm like i don't think so uh, granted you guys are the top scoring team in the in the, in the league or in the nation number but, one n- number one right but uh i don't know i, I still feel like it's going to be in the 30s we i don't think if we let y'all get in the four we can't be in a shootout with y'all so that's that's just <laughs> period point blank well then so, again then again that goes back to your uh cornerbacks y'all can't let uh, that's what i'm get saying behind y'all that's what i'm saying so i'm tr- i'm gonna go with 38 30 so granted i want to say something like that but i just i just think with this offense that we have it's just like you can try to stop one but it's like you got to account for the other so that's facts if i had to be realistically like i like i will be shocked if we scored 50 on y'all again for another year in a row because we did that shit twice in 2018 and 2019 so i'm just going to be generous and say i think it'll be 42 28 ohio state that's disrespectful you only got us at 28 points that's only a two possession game oh they i think it's closer than that this year ty two possessions that's not that's not bad just one one possession uh but i'll give you that i'll give you that that's fine but we will definitely will see this upcoming saturday so ohio state michigan fans get ready because this will be the game of the year to talk about i am excited cannot fucking wait exactly but we've been waiting for a whole year for this shit. For real. But switching over from one brawl to another brawl, them Lakers, though. Lord Jesus. Oh, my gosh. So. First and foremost, <laughs> them niggas are 500 right now. Right. Sitting at close to the bottom. Looking at the bottom. Somebody said that the Lakers are trash when the Clippers don't even have Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> That's bad. That is bad. But so to preference what we're talking about, uh, y'all pretty much seen it. Um, I mean, yeah, the Lakers and Pistons I played a few days ago when a comeback went in, in the Lakers thanks to Anthony Davis on two blocks and a, mm-hmm. a last second uh, shot went crazy. Right, but even before that, um, I guess 
uh, I, I forgot who was at the line. I think it was either the Lakers or the Pistons. It and, was the Pistons. And LeBron and Isaiah Stewart were, you know, you know, guarding each other. And next thing you know, we seen Mr. LeBron James not intentionally do it, but he swung his elbow. That I don't could, know. I, in my opinion, I'm a, I like Bron a lot. I am a Bron fan, but he he looked at him and they did the elbow. Nigga, he he looked at that nigga like, damn, he he big bodied me for real, for real. He wasn't <laughs> expecting that, so it was like right, but. Long, long story short, he elbowed him in the eye, and it, you know, caused a gash. Caused him leaking, boy. Right. But, you know, LeBron being LeBron, you know, he's not a dirty player, and, and everybody knows that. So, Skip Bayless, you can shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, you know, he tried to apologize be like, hey, bro, my bad. But Isaiah Stewart wasn't on that. He was on some straight-up demon time. I'm ready to kill any motherfucker that is coming my way because I want to knock this nigga bronze for seeing here in line off his head and that just led to him literally just bulldozing from coaches from referees to players all of that trying to get to lebron basically that was a that was a display of a street nigga in the nba exactly now y'all can shut up with saying like reference to the mounds of the palace because for one no no fans got, yeah, in, no no fans yeah. got involved so just just stop that mess but uh also too we found out that the suspensions had finally came out and they said lebron that lebron will miss tonight's game against the knicks and that Isaiah Stewart uh, will miss two games. So my thing is this, you know, just I get the NBA is trying to preserve his image, but it's just like, you know, people are human and they, and you know, human emotions will take over at, mm-hmm. like at the wrong timing. But it's just like, I, I understand why he reacted the way that he did. It's like, nigga, you elbow me. Nah, man, let, let's throw down right now. But got caught him leaking. That's right. the real reason. Right. He, I, think that's, he, I think that's, I think that's why he's really assists. Like, nigga, I'm bleeding. Right. No, I want blood too. Right, right. <laughs> but it's, just overall though you know i just you know Stephen a smith said it best on first take earlier that you know you're a black man in a professional sport they are going they're always looking at you and if you're presenting an image to them that they don't like you will get in trouble right you know and it's like people say like man they, that nigga look at lebron they connect to him like no they are right but it's just like lebron he been in this league for damn near 20 years so he already knows that if I put hands on this kid, I'm in more trouble than he is because I'm the face of the NBA. Mm-hmm. So let me be the mature one and try to apologize. But again, this nigga wasn't on that. He was on Demon Time. Yeah, he was definitely on Demon Time. This nigga ran. He tried to catch him from the other side. He tried to run through the locker room to come out on the Lakers. And I'm just like, man, just stop it. Then this, this nigga Westbrook was trying to square up. Oh shit. Bro, if Russ don't stop playing, niggas, help win a game first before you try and square up with somebody. Like, help nigga, win this, a game. Like, nigga, this ain't Long Beach, man. Just like when is a game first, then you then we can scrap, but until then, nah, nigga, stop. <laughs> Get on my goddamn nerves. Like, oh, bro, man. you you came here for one job and, and a, you ain't even doing it. And that's fuck. not to fuck up. <laughs> Jesus. But you know, it is it is what it is though. Um oh uh, the one game suspension for Braun. I've heard I've heard that people were kinda upset that it was a prime time t- televised game tonight. Oh, it is them against the uh, Knicks? I believe so. Oh dang. So people are upset about that. They're saying like if it's um if you got a superstar player and they got a suspension, they should um they shouldn't miss the primetime game, but they should miss like the like a lower tier yeah, game. Yeah, lower tier game or something like that. But I mean that but they're a lower tier team right now. <laughs> To be honest, but <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. I I don't. In my opinion, a game is a game. Granted, I don't. That's I get where they're coming from because it's the money aspect and you're losing your uh, viewership and all that stuff. But right. it's a game. You got 82 of them. That's his fault for getting in trouble. Not the not the leagues for just hand, issuing one game. So I think they're getting real nitpick. They're trying to get nitpicky with it. But yeah, I agree. No, I agree with that. It is what it is. 
Right. Um, but Laker, Laker Nation, y'all got to get it together. Right. Now, again, from that brawl to another brawl. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> I give fans... They can get emotional when it comes to any sport that they're in, and they can be heavily invested in that uh, sport that they watch and love. But when it comes to attacking a player or a star in any reference of a sport that they're in, don't rush them because you know for a fact they actually know especially during combat sports, they know moves to actually knock your ass out. Probably kill you properly. That too. So saying that, if anybody watched Monday Night Raw yesterday, um, Seth Rollins and Finn Balor have, had their little segment where pretty much Seth Rollins was beating the shit out of Finn Balor. But all, but like after that, he is walking back to the ramp, walking up the ramp back back to the locker room. When that ain't no, when out of nowhere, a fan hopped over the barricade and straight beeline for this nigga and tackled him. And I'm just like, I know I didn't just see this. Now, granted, they cut they cut the uh, actual live feed off because you know they want they can't show that shit. But you know, thank God for fans and cell phones. They actually got the they got the full uh, thing, and you know, of course, social media they posted that shit. Right, man, dude, literally straight being live for Seth Rollins, and then they was on the ground for like a good five seconds. But Seth Rollins, you know, had him in a hole to where he can't really try to swing on him and shit. But it's just like, dude, really? Like, and, and you black too. Like, I said this from a white guy, but nigga, you black. Like, why are you doing this? You making, you making the race look bad. Exactly, man. Like, come on, man. Like, and like, you, I'm just like, no, really? Come on. This is a freaking wrestler. I don't care what, like, if they, that's another thing too. These things are acting. They not like this in real life. Like, Seth Rollins' character on TV is just being portrayed. It's scripted. This shit ain't real. On the script. This shit is not real. And the fact that you literally tried to ambush him by beelining him and tackling him does not make you look any better. It just makes you look stupid. Niggas in Brooklyn were saying, fuck him up. That's a chant. Like, yeah. <laughs> fuck him up. Yeah, man. It's like, he dude. said, bring him out. Bring him it out. It don't make no sense, man. Bring him like, out. Bring him out. All this is, it's just a show to put on for the fans because that's the business that they're in. They're here to entertain. Why do you yeah. think it's called World Wrestling Entertainment? It's for our entertainment. This ain't real. Granted, injuries are real, but... <laughs> Their characters are fake. People forget about that. Like, come on, man. But just, yeah, just that happened last night. I'm, that happened on Monday night. I'm just like, yo, ain't ain't no way this dude really tried to tackle a WWE superstar. Crazy. But another fight happened. But it was on <laughs> Saturday, though. Uh, Crawford and, and Porter. Right. Um, I didn't get, I missed the fight, but I heard. I saw the highlights a little bit. Crawford won, correct? Yeah, Crawford won in a 10th round or 11th round TKO. Mm-hmm. And from the highlights I saw, Crawford was putting, was putting in that work. I'm not going to lie. He was putting in that work. All I have to say is give us Spence and give us Crawford. That's all we're that's, asking. No, that's literally what they're saying next. They want um, Arrow Spence and uh, Terrence Crawford to fight. But I think Arrow Spence, he's still recovering from, like, a leg injury he got in a car crash, mm-hmm. I want to say, sometime last year. So okay, Just give us that. That's that's like our Floyd and Pacquiao fight. That should have happened years ago. Fit in 15. <laughs> that was when it was supposed to happen. A lot I of, mean, a it, ha- it happened. A lot of fights should have happened in 2015, like uh, Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder before the debacle the, the, the of Deontay Wilder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I just feel like, you know, that bo- I mean, boxing itself is just missing a lot of, like, just big names, you feel me? I feel we you. don't and, have a lot of big names. And like, honestly, that's why I feel like UFC has kind of taken over. Yeah, that taken because over. like you have big names in certain weight classes that can actually give you box office 
numbers and fights. Right. So I don't know. Uh, I definitely want to see that fight though. Um, whenever that comes about, you definitely know we we going out or we gotta have a fight party or something. That that's gonna be the one. Exactly. But whoever can whoever's making that up, get that together. Please. Hey, Floyd. ASAP. Hey, Floyd, <laughs> you money team nigga, you put that shit together or something, bro. <laughs> but. <sighs> probably going to wrap it up with our last topic we're probably going to talk about these uh college basketball teams our predictions season has already oh started. my gosh man look I, it's honestly, looking scary a little I, bit. I don't even know what to really think right now on college basketball because i mean the way both ohio state and michigan are playing starting out this is like what in the actual hell i mean just both yeah. teams both teams losing games that we shouldn't lose but again it's like you can't really necessarily take nobody lightly in bas- in college basketball because it's like they they gonna play to the end whether you are ranked a well-known power five team or just a, another college that got athletes right <laughs> you know what i'm saying so just yeah the fact that we lost and then the fact that y'all lost to the teams that y'all definitely shouldn't lose to well we lost to arizona and seton hall so okay the arizona one I give y'all, but seeing but all the Arizona though, Arizona wasn't ranked though. But they 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 still getting they still getting basketball though. And I was about to say, hold on, y'all just played Seton Hall, and you you guys almost lost to them. And we won on a freaking buzzer beater thanks to uh, Michi Johnson. <laughs> but regardless though, um, I just feel like it's it just seems like we're young, we're we're extra young, hella hella. How can y'all be young for two years in a row? Nigga, everybody left. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have no type of uh senior seniors. We only had uh Isaiah Livers and. And uh, uh, Brown, and that was about it. Everybody else was uh, freshmen and sophomores. Yeah, freshmen and sophomores. The only person, uh, the only person that came back was uh, Eli Brooks. What about Dickerson? Yeah, he came back, but he's a sophomore. Okay. He tried to leave, but I was like, Nah, nah, bro, you need to stay. <laughs> stay. Go ahead and stay one more time, bro. But um, I like I like our team tie. Nah, I'm not. I'm. Oh, trust me. When it comes to Michigan basketball, I am not. You know, worried about y'all because y'all actually know how to fucking recruit. Because again, when you have one of the former Fab Fives as your head coach in Jawan Howard, all he has to do to any recruit is, is hey, y'all got ESPN? Y'all got Dirty for Dirty? Just let me. All know. right, play play the Fab Five. You'll see. We'll see what I'm about. Right. That's all he has to do. Granted, he's not going to do that, but mm. if you a student of the game and you love basketball and you know your history, if Michigan offers you a scholarship and you get to meet Jawan Howard, instantly you probably gonna think like, dang, this is him this is Jawan Howard from the Fab Five. Like this, nigga for, this like, nigga for real. Like they changed the game for basketball as we speak. Right. I don't know. But it's like with us, like I said, young, uh feel like we got a lot of learning curves to still get over. It's just still trying to play together. I know that uh we got a couple dudes that have meshed meshed uh meshed with each other from last year but we're still adding a lot of new pieces so it's, it's a learning curve it's a learning process um it's just it's just tough because we're losing we're losing out on key uh out of conference games so we need to be winning these games for our resume to be top tier for us to make a top seed in the ncaa tournament or get a top seed in the big 10 tournament it's not even just that just the fact we not even in big 10 play yet and <laughs> bro big 10 plays bobby great i mean great granted everybody lo- is looking a little lackluster in in the uh conference right now but we're still damn near the best conference oh yeah no no for sure here. no for sure i definitely will say that yeah i didn't i didn't know purdue was that was them niggas this year <laughs> i didn't know that <laughs> they was like that for two years they got another tall ass nigga. they got another like seven foot eight uh center i'm like bro where, where are you, they finding these niggas right at? where do you guys be finding these dudes at but i don't yeah i don't know we but, will um, see but for a say real quick i mean just my thing is like just seeing how we play when i actually watch them i'm like we have no defense 
You have no offense. <laughs> <laughs> like, but the only thing is, I'm glad freaking EJ Liddell came back because I'm like, dude, after what you did in the tournament, you was not ready to go to the league. You only left because you heard them death threats that Ohio State fans were giving you. Mm-hmm. So he, need, like, he needed to uh, tune up his game. It looked like he did, though. No, no, he has because, like, for, like, the past two games that I've seen him play, he's been getting, like, a lot of blocks lately. So, I think he's averaging, like, at least, like, two and a half, three blocks per game. So, uh, I, he, will, I will say that, though. He definitely climbing the ladder on some of them blocks. I'm like, God damn. Exactly. But I just think my nigga EJ soon to get back healthy, man. Like, that's another reason why I feel like our offense ain't really uh, executing like we should because he's hurt. So, so yeah, but um, college basketball, we this is just literally just a sport to just keep on your toes and watch. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Sidebar, I got a little distracted. We're watching Georgia and, and Northwestern. Northwestern. <laughs> Dude definitely blocked his shot, but it was a nice goaltend. So right, but that is it for our sports segment. Um, jumping into state of the culture and pop culture. Um, moment of silence for Young Dolph. R.I.P. Man. R.I.P. Young Dolph. That, that right there was I, that was so unexpected. But we probably gonna save that for like the last part of the pop culture talk. But we just want to get that out there. Mm-hmm. To, I just need to say that part. Yeah, just recipes, recipes, Young Dolph, man. Just, oh man. But yeah. All right. So let's kind of get off that real quick and get back to top at hand because Louis emotional. <laughs> <laughs> um, Louis Gucci. Sorry, no. Um, in Chicago and San Francisco, Louis the Louis stores have been were rated um 14 people were caught um i just don't understand why they were rated i don't know if there was a building malfunction or niggas was just like fuck it today we hitting louis i think it was that i think it was that but i definitely seen a couple videos uh surface on the internet the so niggas rolling in deep like everybody on the ground we want all the shit a couple cops uh rolled up on this mustang and pulled out the nightsticks and just beating out the windows and trying to get dude out the whip i'm like damn, damn. Not the Mustang. Right, and fucked up the Mustang. But I'm just like, I don't know. For us, that's still like pandemic mentality. I mean, yeah, pandemic mentality a little bit. Niggas thinking like the end of the world is coming when it's nowhere near. I don't know. I just just don't understand what made them just go off off the ropes like that but that's not for us to really understand because we don't we don't think like that civilian lifestyle over here it just that shit don't make no sense i've seen a few videos of that on instagram i'm like bro these things just casually walked in just said everybody on the ground and boom 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 hey like, every, the they, got, they did all their christmas shopping that day <laughs> literally every that everybody got whatever they got and said huh one piece one piece of louis for you one piece of louis for you that's all you're getting don't ask me for nothing else <laughs> That shit don't make no sense, man. That shit it it really don't. <laughs> I don't know. Shoot, let me find me a booster real quick. Let me get let me get the Louis plug. Yeah. Oh, another thing too when it comes to pop culture. So I don't know if you guys have been watching, but pretty much when it comes to like the stars channel on uh TV, this nigga fifty cent is in his bag because literally um the BMF series of Black Mafia family has just wrapped up this past Sunday and now right after now you have now uh power book two ghosts is finally back in action. Now my uh overall review of the BMF series, I think this is something that we gonna keep. This is some this is something to really watch because when I first heard it, about it. I'm like, I didn't know who th- who this was gonna be about, but when I heard they say it's BMF, I'm like, wait a minute. Actually, that does sound familiar. And long and behold, I looked them up. I'm like, oh, so these who they were. So I'm pretty sure you already know about who BMF is. You know, two two brothers from Detroit coming up in the 80s in a drug game. And they pretty much changed the way culture uh, was, how hip-hop got influenced by them. Just They were trendsetters without being without trying to be trendsetters. Well, granted, you know, Big Meech, you know, he was he wanted to, he wanted to be that. 
and long behold he was larry hoover so watching this series and then just what makes it even better was that his son playing him in this series and how he just portrayed him in the in the best way he could it's like you gotta love it you gotta love it you know and just how it wrapped up you know i'm not gonna spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen the last episode meaning this guy mm. but um just, i still need to catch up on a lot of stuff right but just overall though man i think bmf is one of those series that's gonna be like dang I rock with this shit, you know. Then now switching over to Power, you know. I mean, if you've watched Power for so long, you kind of already know what to expect out of most of these seasons. But I will say for this second season of Power, I just think this nigga Tariq is about to really get fully even more into his ghost bag because what they – oh, my God. Right. <laughs> so, bro, like I said, we watching this Georgia-Northwestern game, and this uh, dude from Georgia just straight tomahawked on a Northwestern player. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but just uh, overall, I just think this season in Power, Tariq, is really, is really about to reach that level of okay i gotta get into my ghost bag with this shit just how the plot is gonna be setting up for the rest of the season so is he supposed i heard is he supposed to be like in college yeah no 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 he yeah he's still in college <laughs> he's still in college I, I don't know yeah i think he i think he's a still a freshman in this uh season see yeah. that's the funny thing about tv shows it's like the niggas don't even be looking like their quote-unquote age bracket that they're supposed to be portraying like <laughs> Right. Yeah, freshman nigga look like a goddamn junior. <laughs> in I mean, I mean, in real life, I think he's like twenty one. So, but in this in this series, he's like nineteen, twenty. But damn near close. Yeah, but, close enough. Close but enough. but yeah, I just I think he's still a uh, yeah I think he's still a freshman in this uh, second season. But um, gotcha. But yeah, just overall how they got this uh, storyline played out, it's it's gonna be something really you know pay attention to, and I feel like a lot of the shocking shit will come up come aboard as the seasons keep progressing. So just stay on stay on your toes for that. But this nigga Fifty Cent is literally in his bag, and also too Raising Kanan. That series right there was fucking incredible, because <laughs> the dude that's playing a young Kanan in that series, like he even said like in interviews that you know, of course he had to watch like power and just to get you know the essence of Kanan but mm -hmm. even so too just him watching 50 Cent in interviews and how you know how he moves is like you know his uh what's the word you know what I'm trying to say um his his uh, mannerisms yeah, like because manner okay. he even said one he even said this too like he said sometimes like when 50 talks like there's like he'll say the words but he don't, he don't move his mouth but you'll still hear him so he said he tried to he tried to get that down and long behold he did that in this in the show in the series really yeah <laughs> so that's so that right there lets you know like you know when they picked him you know he had to really fully get into like okay um Cannon Stark like I gotta I gotta portray this right because when LeBron and them is saying like yo 50 we, 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 we love the show but he's not in it mm -hmm. his character is being portrayed in a younger version of him Right. So that right there lets you know, like, okay, he's doing something right. So, but so yeah, big big props up to Fifty Cent, man. Like when you know the first Power uh came out in damn near what ten years ago? Yeah, was it ten years ago? I want to say damn. so. Yeah, it's been ten years since Power since the first season of Power came out. Like, damn, that's crazy. When he signed on for this and was the executive producer, he he made a smart investment because. Mm -hmm. I think that's another thing too. Fifty Cent is a well-known, slept-on, well investment guy. Like he's he very, yes, Fifty is very smart. He is a very good business mogul guy. And that's what happens when you know how to work the streets. Enough said. <laughs> Just saying, like enough said. Oh, that's enough said right there. But right. no, nah, he he really is uh like a, one of the innovators for our culture. Oh Him, yeah, for sure. Diddy, um, Jay Z, Jay Z. You can even throw you can throw Rick Ross in there. Rick like. up there. Uh, Yay. Just you know, we have a very select few. But but when those few hit, it's felt. It's like everywhere. it's like you actually feel it. Yeah, you feel that shit. So, right. So yeah. Speak. Speaking of Mr. Kanye, Mr. Ye, <laughs> um, 
him and the boy, Jersey Drake. Uh, finally, finally squashed this beef that I didn't know there was still beef about. <laughs> I mean, it was just very drawn, drawn. I think out. that was just really a, like a album attention grabber for both of them. Honestly, for, I feel like for a little bit it was, but on the backhand, this nigga Kanye. I mean, again, we, Kanye is a little nuts. He's a little off. So mm. he was really re. He, I think he really was reading into some of it a you, little you, too you know much. He was, you know he was right, and then. Drake being a fucking petty ass nigga <laughs> like he is. He's a Scorpio. What do you think, man? They nigga, all they love to be petty. <laughs> and he just kept on twisting the screwdriver in this nigga. So it's like, all right, nigga, you want to keep poking? All right, I'm about to twist this shit. That's what I'm saying. So it's like after a while, it was it really wasn't necessary. But now they are f- uh, fine. They are cool. Uh, they're about to do this concert for uh, Larry Hoover to where to raise awareness for him and and his uh jail situation um i don't know i just feel like finally it's over um after the dust has settled i definitely believe donda might be better than clb that's my uh that's why i feel like that's still kind of playing into both of them when it comes to their albums so it's like y'all squatching this beef right now niggas can go back and listen to both your albums and really determine who was better well this nigga kanye dropped a deluxe oh shit so and I mean, I didn't really want to listen to the deluxe or like that. We, are know how you, we already know how you are about deluxes. Deluxe, deluxe. Uh, <laughs> but I'm still, I guess I'm still waiting on Drake to drop a deluxe. That's, that's, com- that's coming soon. That might happen before the end of the year. But I feel like he might just drop drop a whole new project and just do what it do. For right. Me, but and also to another beef that I didn't know there was still there was beef about has ended too. Uh, T Pain and Usher have ended their beef. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the backstory with that? Because I have no idea about that. Because what was it? I remember T Pain did like a live stream or like he did a couple interviews talking about it. He was saying uh, he Usher had came up to him on like a plane or something, and he was like, "Bro, you killed." Uh, R&B. Oh, that's what he's talking about yeah, when he so. and when he introduced Autotone. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Yeah, it was Autotone. I got it. So, that but was, that honestly, was honestly, though, like, did I'm, he really kill music? Because I'm, literally, look at singers and rappers now. What are they using? A lot of Autotune. I don't exactly. feel like he killed. I don't feel like he killed it. it I feel like just, he was ahead of his time when he first came out with Autotone because niggas was like, wait. Why is he sounding like this? And he said, oh, I use Autotone. I'm like, Autotone? What's that? Mm-hmm. A voice, like, a, you know, it changes your voice on the vocals and shit. But I think T-Pain was ahead of his time when he first came out back in, like, what, 05, 06? Yeah. But they definitely try to, like, ban- shadow ban him and kind of push the autotune sound towards future. Because for some reason, they didn't rock with T-Pain that But much. you were rocking his songs in the club, though. Oh, yeah. They they definitely loved uh, singing, I'm in love with a stripper. Sorry. So it was like, just come on now. Like, how you going shadow ban me but still keep what i get what i give to music like that shit don't make no sense you can't have you can't just take one but not keep the other because i'm a part of that right but i don't know uh happy that they reconciled it i don't think i think it was really a big misunderstanding i think it was too because it's like Uh, everyone everyone does something in the music game that someone either doesn't like or they like enough to where they're changing the way music is being portrayed right and i feel and i think uh he even said uh t-pain said that Usher is his one of his uh, idols that he looks up to. So yeah, most he was he was definitely hurt that that he said that. Hell yeah! So it is what it is. But, but uh, also too, speaking of music, um, this is still a, a big big topic at hand. Just just because the amount of bodies that have you know come about about this certain person. So I'm pretty sure y'all have already been, y'all y'all seen. But um, Mr. Travis Scott mm-hmm. his Astro World concert 
um, that he had performed like about a few weeks ago. Let's just let's long story short, ten people died from his concert, and mm. it's raising so many you know eyebrows at him because it's like there was multiple times where he could have stopped the show. Now, granted, when I first saw it, you know, I I'm thinking, all right, this nigga lit, you know, he got his crowd going, boom. But next the next day, I'm seeing people post stories and. You know, on the Instagrams and stuff like that, saying, like, this was the worst concert I've been to. Like, we couldn't breathe. We couldn't move. Like, people were dying, getting trampled over. I'm like, wait, the hell? I don't. It's just, it's it's a twofold thing for me. I feel like Travis is the face of this, of this situation. Yes, he can be held responsible in some regards, but in not all regards. Because, how can I say this? More or less, he, yes, he could have stopped the uh, the venue or whatever, or stopped the, the concert, but he can't, he can't control every aspect of it. But also, too, and on top of but, that, uh, but at the same time, though, like, when he's not playing music and it's dead silence, he can hear the crowd chant certain things. Oh, yeah. There like, was, there was, a, there was so many points where in the show where he wasn't rapping or singing and the band wasn't playing, they were screaming, help, help, stop the show, stop the show. Yeah. Like, people were actually trying to communicate with him. He he heard it, but he kept performing. That's the thing people are really getting upset about with him. Is like you heard it when you weren't doing nothing, and you continue to perform. I just feel like he, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's just a hard situation. It's like, granted, I know, I know what kind of atmosphere he tries to. I just spit all over the place. Ew. <laughs> I know what kind of uh, atmosphere he tries to build because, granted, I went to uh, one of his tours or I went to one of his concerts. Granted, it was not a festival. Was it fe inside or outside? It was inside. It was at the the Value City Arena when he came here. Granted. They did have the floor open for, like, the little mosh pit area, but it wasn't to the extent of, like, the actual Outs festival. Outs right. Yeah, it wasn't like that. And on top of that, I they uh, it was way more packed than it was it should have been. So that's right. my first and right. foremost thing. Half them niggas really shouldn't have been in there. Right. Now, granted, like, granted, like, you know, one of the people that died was a nine-year-old boy. You know, And that's recipe, another thing, too. I'm like, him. right, for but sure. My no, thing, no, no, no. But my yeah. thing is this. No, no. I'm, we gon', we be on, we gon', gonna be, we gon' about to be on the same page with this. My thing is this. It, the parents why would you let a 10 year old yeah. attend a travis scott concert because you know what because like he knows what kind of you know crowd travis scott uh brings he mm -hmm. wants chaos he wants rage and like look who his major audience is attracting white people Let's just, nah, let's just keep it. I mean, yes, you're right. It's, it's, it's mostly white people. There's a lot of niggas in there too. No, no, no. Man. There's niggas in there, but it's, it's mostly lot, white people. There's a lot of niggas in there, Ty. Don't, don't, don't let the rage fool you. There's a lot of niggas in there. But my thing is like, why would you let a nine year old attend a concert like that? And then, as packed as it was, as compacted as it was, yeah. And I did, I did see that um, there was another, there was a couple of uh, younger kids too. There was like a story that there was a kid on his dad's shoulders and the kid fell off his dad's shoulders and got trampled over. Right. Again, I'm just, it just mind blow. It's just mind blowing to me. It's like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put my kid in, in that, that pred predicament. Yeah. In that situation. And I mean, how the, and how everything turned out was like, if he was smart to take his kid out of it, his son would still be here, but it's still, it's still a tragedy that hand because it's a life loss and, there were other nine lives taken from that too, but I just was... didn't like his apology. He didn't. He didn't sound too. Um, 
sincere. Yeah. But I mean, is this there's a lot of other factors that can that go on in a production like that. That as you can see, that is a two billion dollar lawsuit that lawsuit he's that he's right facing. Now. So you can only imagine how much money and people and all that shit takes to like make that shit happen. Because you gotta so, think Astro World is his shit. Like he paid yeah, for that, all of that. That's his that's his uh festival, yes. That's his festival. Um I don't know. They they gotta do a better job with uh security you know getting more police because you gotta think about that there was all the venue was only supposed to hold like maybe a hundred thousand that looked like over or it, it was over capacity yeah over capacity because they were like, rushing the gates earlier on that looked like over two hundred thousand people and then you only had six hundred and like sixty eight uh security pe- personnel on hand like for the whole thing right that, so that's nuts in general right there it's like nigga you got 600 people to this 200,000 what what sense does that make it doesn't but i don't know that's just me uh i don't know like i said it's just a lot of factors that go into this i just wish he would have did a little bit better on cleaning up the uh his apology and saying his his sorries and stuff like that but i don't want to fully give the blame to travis this is not fully on but he takes responsibility because again yeah he's the face of course he's gonna he's the face it's his it it was his show he could have stopped it at any point when again when there was dead silence and he was trying to catch his breath and he heard the chance stop 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 the show stop the show we need help 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 there were so many points where he could have done that he did that one time and said, "Hey, hold on, we need an ambulance come here. Someone to pass, somebody passed out and went straight back to perform." It's crazy. It's crazy too, guys. We're gonna see now. One festivals are about to change forever. Now. Oh yeah. Two. It, it been started because like now lately, like a lot of uh, you know celebrities and artists like when they uh, doing their shows, like they now look into the crowd and be like, "Wait, hold on. Oh, what's yeah. going on? Y- yeah, y'all that's good? What, y'all good? That's one. Like Tiana Taylor did it. Uh, mm-hmm. Who else did it? Um, I think uh, somebody else. It was another female artist that did it. I forgot who it was. But I th- yeah, I think I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but, but like they did it like yeah, so like after seeing that from what he did and what he should have done but didn't do. Oh yeah, a lot of a lot of festivals and concerts are going to be more so, more so alert like But I'm talking about more of the festivals cuz you know Rolling Loud and all the all them shits. Those are like 100,000 plus people in like one area. I don't think we're going to be seeing that type of interaction anymore. I think I, it, No, I think I think we still will. I just think it just depends on the artist that's going to be on the list. I think I think they're about to hit us with some covid tactics. I think they're going to put us in some like they're gonna like try and divide us up within like pods or some shit like bubbles like we got one bubble right here with maybe like uh 1500 people right here or something another 1500 right here just like little shit so it's not so compact and niggas can breathe and shit like that i don't i think the real festival niggas bunched up together real mosh pit shit besides at a travis scott concert even though he's probably gonna have to scale that back too oh hell yeah i think those those days are gone now i think all that shit's done yeah so hey man prayers to the families families. that were yeah Rest in peace to all the ones that were lost. Uh, prayers that Travis gets through this. I know you're down a Billy probably right now. Two Billy right now. But, you <laughs> yeah. know, nigga, you got it. You 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 with you a Kardashian. So uh, yeah, yeah you're right. fucking the Jenner right now. But granted, I heard they called out their wedding until all this shit blows over. <laughs> oh, shit, of course. I would, too. I'm like, damn, I'm, my pockets are running super thin right now. But then shit. again, too, they both said they in an open relationship. So I'm like, okay, how does that work? But they figure, they figure how to make it work. Hey, man. Travis, you know where he lives at? With them. <laughs> I mean, where where's his where's his residence at? Where where is he known from? LA. No, Houston. Houston. <laughs> Houston. And you know what's down in Houston. <laughs>
Hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. Um. Anyways, um. Moving forward, uh, new music. New music has dropped. We've been gone for a while, guys. So that's why this show is called the Catch Up. We yeah, just we, catching up on what we've been seeing while we were off camera. But right. I'm pretty sure now y'all heard the new Silk Sonic album. Silk Sonic. This might just be one of the best duos to be on an album, honestly, with Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. I think so too. Like this, them bringing back that like that funk '70s style of music. But it, I've been hearing a lot of reservations about this album. Granted, in my opinion, I wish it was a tad bit longer. Yeah, yeah, that's the only thing. It was a little bit longer. I don't think there would be no as much bad reviews as you are pointing to. Right. Pe- but people are saying that, you know, they they were thinking you they were going to get a little bit, they weren't going to get the whole disco 70s sound throughout the whole project, but they've been playing, giving you singles, implementing that. that if, about that. to say, if, um, about to say, if it's, if Skate, um, uh, leave, I, the, leave the door open. Yeah, leave um, the door. Are you just naming off the singles? Yeah, right and Smoking Out the Window does yeah. not give you 70s vibes and sound, then I don't know what else would you not expect from this album. I don't know. But they, people were saying that they felt like, uh, Anderson Pack needed to have a little bit more shine in some of the songs. Um, I feel like he did. I, my, I feel like he did too. I feel, I felt like they both. They, they know both how had, to, they know how to balance each other out. They both know how to balance each other out. They both had a song for each of their own. Right. And they had songs that they both collaborated on. So it showed both of their their talents. In my opinion, that it's up there for album of the year. I'm crazy enough, only being nine songs, but just just with how you can where you can play this at, who's gonna listen to it? Like this is like some feel good music that you can put out a cookout. Just oh, this is straight straight up cookout music. Yeah, yeah, you can you can listen to this literally everywhere and anywhere you want. Yeah, and side note, I randomly saw this before I, before we got on camera, but. Nigga, I found out Doja Cat won R&B album of the year over uh, Jazz and Sullivan. I didn't know that. I'm like, what? (laughs) Granted, uh, I don't know. Doja Cat is more pop to me. That's the thing I'm trying to get. So this is an R&B category. Why is a pop artist in here? She doesn't doesn't sing at all. Like, she sings, but it's not like an R&B type of form. Like... It's Jasmine Sullivan's album was fire as hell. Is that new? Hey. Is that new R and B that uh, that she has or that she be doing? Man, get the fuck out of here! That shit don't make no sense. I'm weak as fuck. But yeah, that, I didn't know that either. So I mean, granted, Jasmine Sullivan have that album in my phone right now. Pretty darn good. Pretty darn good. Um, I don't know. It's just just a lot. Just a lot of new music came out. Who else dropped? I forgot. Uh, Snoop Dogg dropped. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Algorithm. That is a. If you want to listen to like the newer version of some West Coast bops, literally that's what that is. Um, but I enjoyed it a lot. Um, it's good to see Snoop getting into that CEO role and trying to uh, rebuild Def Jam. Um, trying to put on that spotlight. Uh, who else dropped? Uh, Bryson Tiller, worst Christmas <laughs> album I've heard. See, I, I haven't even listened to it yet. I was buying into the hype, but then when you told me how it was, I'm like, okay, good. Literally, it, it ain't worth listening to. Literally only like one song off of there. That's about <laughs> it. Um, Isaiah Rashad, TDE, goddammit. Um, deluxe album, uh, Fire. Uh, can't can't really say nothing. The first, When he dropped the original, I thought that was up there. I, I want to say it was up there for album of the year for me, but definitely it was in that second tier of, like, you can't go wrong with not putting that on anywhere. You right. can listen to that pretty much everywhere. All right. Um, Cause, Dreamville. Shout out to Dreamville. You already know how we rocking over here. Uh, <laughs> dropped a new single. Uh, it wasn't like his first one. He dropped. Uh, he dropped another uh, another single. Was it like I want to say probably like a month ago. I like that one a little bit better than this one. But I mean, 
it's, it's telling me that he's gearing up for album mode. He's in album mode. I'm ready for another Cause album because it's been, what, two years? He dropped in 2019. So, been ready for him to drop. But And also, last but not least, the baby. Oh, my God. We're going to be on this for a little minute because he's going to be leading into the next topic. But the baby also has an EP out back on my baby Jesus shit. Um, In my opinion, not a bad EP. Can't can't argue with it. You know, he has all six songs are bangers. In my opinion, I'm not the biggest the baby fan in general. Anyways, I feel like he raps the same. He's on all he has the same beat continuously but he just knows he he has bars he can spit and he can he's relatable in some facets so i give him like i give him that 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 justification like he's he's up there and also j cole gave him the cosign multiple or not multiple times but a couple times with well i said that's carolina right there so you already know you exactly. get the sample approval from a goat like him yeah so it's like uh it's a it's kind of a love-hate relationship with him it's like i i don't really listen to him that much but my my favorite artist gave him a cosign, so it's like I gotta do my di- due diligence, diligence and check him out a little bit. But but speaking of the hate side, so yeah. again, um, y'all pretty much heard about him and Danny Lay and just how you know he was ready to kick her out of the of the crib after she didn't had the baby, nor not had the baby had his baby, but he was just ready for her to go, but she wasn't having that. So that just led to a full blown week of her exposing him for saying that she is side chick but was not being treated like a side chick she was actually given main chick qualities and shit but she was the i mean i don't know this per se i don't know but she was low-key the side chick to begin with the whole time the whole time she was a side chick so there's been a lot of debates on like who was right and who was wrong let's just be honest both of them are wrong in their own ways like let's, let's just keep it real let's start with Danny Lay, I'm just being honest. My thing is, Danny Lay, you knew what you were getting yourself into when you even remotely met him, let alone started having feelings towards him. Mm-hmm. So then, you, so you took that upon yourself to make yourself a main, like his, like a main chick. But again, y'all were moving as a, uh, nah, this is my side chick, this is my sneaky link, like. And then on top of that, she had the audacity to make a song going at all his baby moms and saying like she was the, she's the one so exactly so that doesn't help and then what happens you get pregnant by him and after that we don't hear nothing from you no new music no nothing then we see you after that and now you you know acting a fool acting a fool on instagram live granted the baby was recording you on instagram live well you know she was on live but eventually he ended up recording you but yeah you just got on instagram live saying that you know the cops are here because he wants me to leave and shit like that and it's like no you're not leaving i got my um well, I have our baby here, and I'm not leaving, which I understand. You being a mother, you, you being protective, I, I, I give her that. But my thing is, it's like, y'all, kn- you knew what you were getting yourself into, but you still chose to stick around. Right. Now, the baby, on the other hand, my thing with him is like. Nigga, hold on. Nigga. Not to cut you off time. First of all, nigga, you, that's the, that's the mother of your child. So. Right. You're stuck. Period. Exactly. Until that baby is 18 years old. But still, y'all still suck as y'all share DNA in that one person. Right. So she, I mean, you got to do, you got to do better, bro. You got to, you got to be a person that can calm the situation down. And then on top of that, you know, that's, that's the person that you're with now. You can't just throw her out and under the bus like that. That's not, that wasn't classy. 
but I understand you are a good good father from from the outside looking in. You do take care of your kids. Take yes. care of your kids. So it's like I do understand that you were trying to do find a a a, a better medium or happy medium for both of y'all trying to get her out the house or take her to uh, a hotel or, or put her up in a hotel or something but you got to do better bro you 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 picked her you nutted in her um <laughs> you had it she had your baby you you're the baby so uh you gotta you gotta do better bro you gotta but like some people are some some people are saying like you know like they were saying like you know he just got tired of her and he said let's go to <laughs> Hey. But my thing is, it's like overall, dude. Like, come on, man. Like, at the end of the day, we know females like to play games too. But you know, and like they like to trap guys with babies and shit like that too. But I would say this: though, someone did make a quote about this and said, like, not just females can trap guys with babies. There can be guys that trap a girl with with babies too. I low key agree with that because it's like, you know, granted, yeah, you carrying is you carrying our child, but you know, some guys be like, I mean, hey, yeah, I fucked you. I gave you a baby. Tell me I got a second round with your ass. Time to move on. So, but yeah, just, but in this scenario, man, it's just like, dude, if you knew she was your side chick from the get, from the moment you even, she came into your presence, you knew you was going to treat her like as a side chick. So my thing is, it's like, why still keep having her around knowing that she's thinking that y'all going to be something when yo, hey, you like, hey, I'm trying to get this pussy be out. Sometimes, well, sometimes, long and behold, you got the pussy, but you also got a child out of her now too. Sometimes you get stuck. You get you get stuck in that uh that fairy tale. That well, that apparently, happy space. apparently he wasn't trying to get stuck because literally he just came back one day and said, "Hey, you gotta get the fuck out." <laughs> he wanted to skate. <laughs> so, but just yeah, just overall, both of them are wrong in this. Which is at the end of the day, what's the most important thing at hand is your child. For sure. So it's all about that that small life right there. Right. Whatever you guys are going through, do not bring, put that on that baby. You guys. It's not even just that. Don't bring that. Don't put that on social media because now the whole world is going to know your business. And then, again, when your kid gets old enough, he's probably going to hear about it, you know, like, uh, be like, yo, you remember when your um, I remember when your, your mom's deposit got into it on Instagram Live and shit. Right, right. And that's, another, and that's like another thing before we get to like the last topic at hand, just like. Do celebrities in general know that if they have kids, mm-hmm. that their kids are going to see this in the end? Because, again, we live in a social media Error. era where everybody's business is, on, is out there for people to see. Mm-hmm. And when you have kids involved and we have kids, your kids are going to be affected by that because literally it takes one video of y'all arguing or something about the other uh, the other parent. And then the next day, the, uh, your child can go to school and be like, Yo, you hear about your moms? Yo, you hear about your daddy? They did say talking about that. Like, so right now, so it's not only you hurting yourself, but you're hurting your kids because now they had to deal with your drama that they had nothing to do with. That's facts. And also, I also heard that I think he showed the what the baby looks like too, against her her permission, against Danny's uh, permission. So, the baby, you gotta do a lot better, bro. That if you you didn't want your kids out in the in the world, just like Drake, you're trying to hide your kid from the world. Got got to be on the same page with with the baby mom. I mean, she literally, didn't. he said he had to fuck a lot of girls to get a kid like this. Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit, he did say that though. He I, definitely did. I was listening to that song on the way over here. For, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh 
I'm so, so weak. Yeah, but like, to kind of wrap up the show, man, we about to get back into our S1M topic. And mm-hmm. this was at the beginning of our pop culture topics, but it's going to tie into what we're going to talk about with jealousy and envy. Right. So, like I said, you know, R. Just, Dolph. again, like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure, again, y'all, everyone has heard that, you know, the great young Dolph has uh, tragically passed away at the age of 36. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing is just like, this shit has to stop because y'all killing, you know, you know, celebrities out here that's trying to put back into the communities that they were brought up from. And it's like, y'all taking them away over bullshit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, cause like literally it started with Nipsey, you know, Nipsey Crenshaw through and through ride or die. The fact that he died in front of his, in front of his store where he was selling his mixtapes out of had multiple music videos. There met Lauren London there. Mm-hmm. The fact that a guy who was just, you know, mad that Nipsey said, nah, you got to leave because you were op. The fact that he came back mm, and shot, shot him. him in front of his store. Made him more of a op. <laughs> exactly. So I was just like, dude, really? Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, your pride literally lets you kill another man? Like, come on now. What Cole, what Cole say? Pride is the devil. Exactly. Literally. It's, it's even says that in the Bible, too. But, so, yeah, that happened. And just with this young Dolph thing, I'm like, yo, What? Like, Damn. like, like, come on, man. Not Dolph. Like, I was about to say, the internet is definitely, definitely internet-ing. Um, so. like there's, but there's so much speculations going on saying that, you know, well, you kind of told me this off camera like that. Mm-hmm. It, you think it was the inside job because you were saying, like, the guys that were involved with the shooting were from his camp. Right. From, from what I'm seeing so far, don't, don't quote me. I don't, I don't know this. Again, civilian. I am a civilian. Um. But they are saying that uh, it was it looks it's looking like an inside job. So uh, the the two the two guys the two shooters, um, they look like they well first let me preference this right here. So they found the the Mercedes uh, car at a abandoned house. One that they one one that was used in a music video that uh, the, the two, shooters were in. Yeah, the two shooters were in, and also. The two shooters also have a uh, P P P R E uh, uh, change, which is paper out uh, paper out entertainment chains, which is uh, Young Dolph's uh, label. So, trying the internet trying to tie those two together or t- tie those in, making it making it seem like it is a inside job. And I always I always say you gotta feed the wolves. When you got when you got killers and shooters on your team. And they don't feel like they they getting compensated or treated fairly. They gonna take action. They gonna take action, and they gonna be grimy and dirty. And that's as you can see, that's what the result happened to Dolph. Because like earlier on, because like earlier on when this all happened, they was saying they were trying to like tie Gotti into this. Shoot, like, I thought they it, say they because they say like they shot up his grandmother's house and his restaurant. Yeah, like all that, that was same day. false. All that was false though. Oh, they, they did they did put uh, police officers around the, his restaurant but nothing nothing happened at a but like a, even when i first heard i'm like ain't no way Gotti was involved with this because that that would be you talking a whole state of bullets flying right. if that happened granted it i wouldn't i wouldn't have said it was Gotti per se but Gotti definitely could give the green light to go like that nigga i mean granted he did give the green light what do you think Dolph song 100 shots was for 
That's what literally they the beef is the beef is still there. It's still relevant. Granted, it's probably it's dormant now since he's gone. Right. But I mean, the the beef was brewing. What do you, uh Black Youngster and fucking uh Key Glock were going back at it, back and forth for a long time. Black Youngster and Dolph were going back at back at it for a long time. That's what the the song 100 Shots was for. Um that was when he was out in was it Charlotte? Yeah, he was out in Charlotte and I think uh the niggas literally shot a hundred rounds in his bulletproof car. So and I, this feel ne- like, I feel like the only person that wasn't involved is it was uh Moneybag Yo. Well, Moneybag Yo wasn't uh on uh CMG at the time when when that when those uh stories were going on. But hey man, Memphis Memphis is not a place to play for real. They they definitely get down, they definitely get dirty. Um again Rest in peace to Young Dolph. Um, exactly, but like it just it just asks a question like, how much jealousy and envy do you need to really keep having over be- all all because of either someone's success that they did that you didn't put the effort into, or just the fact that you just don't like them for no reason that you feel like their life isn't worth, you know, being alive so you just feel the need to take it from them like mm. like what is that what does that do to you like because it really doesn't do shit it just makes you look more like a weak person man and it's crazy too because uh one he was just going there for, to get cookies for his mom just cookies and he was about to go to his annual turkey drive that he has in memphis so that's just crazy and then two the one nigga had just a regular pistol, bro. And the other the one other had like what, like a Draco a, or something? Had a Draco, bro. I'm just like, what has the world come to? Niggas is really carrying fully automatic weapons just to complete a hit. I remember, I remember watching TV and just watching James Bond. Niggas were just killing niggas with just a regular pistol. They got fully fledged automatics out here. Ki- that's wild to me. I'm just like, bro, you can't get more crazier than this. And then, like, people, too, they were saying, like, you know, like, where was his security at? But it's like, you got to think. if like, if The nigga ra- was about to go to a turkey drive. What security? Who's shooting up a turkey drive? <sighs> but it's like at the same time, though, like, you know, just like rappers from, like, you know, they hood. They feel like if they got respect in they hood, mm, they, they, don't really, they don't really need that much security because it's like. Hey, I'm from here. Like, granted, think- granted, I made it, but I, I'm I'm always see I'm giving back to this to this community. I don't I didn't forget where I came from. And I'm investing in my neighborhood. Like mm-hmm. again, Nipsey was doing the same thing too. Do you feel like at a certain point, um, you have to leave? I feel like you do, but if you really truly are rooted and you know you want to you want your community to you know thrive as you're thriving in certain ways, then I feel like not necessarily you can stay, but just you can be around, right? But even when you be around, it's like still keep that protection around you because again, you don't know who in the neighborhood is like you know looking at you like, hey, don't be slack, don't be lacking. Because mm-hmm. if you are, I'm gonna get your ass. Because that's what happened to uh, XX, uh, XX and Tashion. Man, that shit was fucked up. He was literally just by a girl by a bike, and someone shared, someone like posted his location. Then next, you know, shot him. And shot him. I'm just like, bro, that shit is crazy. So I don't know. It's like. I would love to say that you can be in your city and, you know, put on for your city while you're still 
you know, at the top highest level, but you sometimes you got to do it from a distance. I mean, right. granted, I, I look at it from like the the little Dirk and the uh, Chief Keef eyes of it. Granted, them niggas were in some 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 shit. They was they was killers. They had they had to leave. <laughs> there was a they had a definite reason to leave, but. I don't know. I just feel like once you hit a certain status, you want it's time for you to because you 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 become a bigger target. Yeah, you become a bigger target, but it's also you want to spread out. You want to build your brand, and you you can only do so much with doing that. Right. Once you hit a certain level. Right. So it's like you know I I feel like it's once you feel like you hit that point and level. It's definitely time to uh, get out of there. Don't don't stand there and just wait. Get out and move. Period. Point blank. Well, I think you just kind of summed it up right there for that statement. But um, just pretty much at the at the end of the day, man. You know, R.I.P. the Young Dolph, man. Like that shit. That's that's gonna resonate with a lot of people like for a while now. But just mm-hmm. I just overall, want- man. It's just like I just think like the bottom line is like don't hate on another person's success because you oh, chose yeah, not to do, do shit with your life. Because you taking a life isn't going to do nothing but keep you in that same box that you're in, mm-hmm. just in the deeper hole of that box. And just think, he he had his hands in so many people's lives. Like, and when I seen took- that when I seen that kid get on camera and cry and saying that, you know, him and Dolph is going to do a song when he get older or something like that, I'm just like, see, mm-hmm. that's that's the thing people are not saying when they pull that trigger and LO clips into people. Yeah. You're taking away other people's, you know, dreams oh, to do yeah. – Business with them or just, you know, still be inspired by them. Right. And also, another sidebar, um, Key Glock, uh, Dolph's cousin. Yeah. Uh, he definitely, shout out to you, or prayers to you, bro. Hope you are getting through this. Um, I also seen that uh, he moved, he's, he moved all his stuff out of Memphis. So. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, my cousin got shot in our home state. Like, ain't no point for me staying here. So, mm-hmm. yeah, might as, well, might as well move, man. Yeah. I want to play a quick, I just want to. Give love to Dolph because all his uh, go stream his music. Uh, go stream uh, King Von. Go stream Mo3. Go stream. Um, go stream Nipsey. That's Nipsey. always like um, this. all the rappers that we lost in this in these past years. Go mm-hmm. stream their music because they meant a lot to the hip hop community. Facts and also I believe all of them own their masters. So the, yeah, because like I heard like Mo3, Dolph, and Von. Um, they all all of them got they own their masters. So I'm happy. I was happy about that. Mm-hmm. So play their music. All the all their all all the proceeds stuff, are yeah. going to their family and all that Thank all that you. stuff. So yeah, so just RIP to the ones that we lost in the music industry. But just again, man, once again, man, RIP to Young Dolph, man. Mm-hmm. Just gone too soon, man. Thirty six, man. Just way too soon. Don't make no sense, man. I'm gonna play this for like a couple minutes, but RIP Dolph. Smoking 
this, use a motherfucking lie. Every day I gotta smoke one ounce of fire. Every day I miss something fast when I ride. Let her hit my blood, she got emotional and cry. All my niggas lie. Speak your mind. 2.0. That's why I'm that works. RP Dolph. Tired of seeing rappers go, bro. Like literally, I feel like and, like they gone and they're like they gone because and they're gone before they even get more to what in their bad of what they want to do with they either career or what they were trying to invest in. That's like, what I'm saying. It's like, a, that shit don't make no sense. And Dolph was really out here, out here. Like uh, I heard that he would buy his kids real estate every time or every year. So they. His kids are like a hundred properties up. He's he, he setting his family up. That's what any. That's what any like you know smart individual would do. Exactly. Like if you know if I since I got myself in a good position, like I'm gonna put my family in a good position to you know eat off what you know we set up, and then once they get old enough, they can make investments that they own for what I taught them. Right. You know, so it's just like yeah, man. It's just like y'all y'all killing off kings, man. Like just it's just it's definitely hard. It's definitely hard. Um. Shoot, R.I.P. to all the all the ones that we lost, bro. R.I.P. to Juice, R.I.P. to Mac, R.I.P. to uh Pop, Dolph, man, Pop, Fredo, Fredo Santana, never will stop saying that one. Um, R.I.P. Shoot, who am I missing? Uh, it, it's so Jimmy Wapo. It's so many. It's so many of them, man. It's just like X, it's, it's ridiculous. D.M.X. Oh, um, just all of them, bro. Prayers to all families. Prayers to everybody in the hip hop community. It's tough, man. It's really tough. Right, but but that man, we gonna wrap this episode up with speaking mind two point and like just to give y'all just a quick update, we gonna be more consistent with it. You know, we about to sw- we just we switching things up as far as like dropping stuff, man, because we just want to you know stay you know ahead of the curve, like not not more so ahead of the curve, but like stay within the range of us dropping shit. So we about to start doing that. We gonna keep dropping. We gonna uh, drop snippets of highlighted parts of the podcast for y'all to check out individually like this just inv- individually versus y'all having to go through the whole entire podcast to get to a segment that we talked about we're gonna, we gonna keep doing that and just you know just stay consistent with dropping stuff man just you know because that's what we're on right now so just stay tuned we're gonna be consistent just stay tuned and just keep them notifications on tell your folk tell your fr- friends about it just we just trying to be consistent with y'all, man. Just trying to grow at the same time. So and don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe. Um, comment. Oops, my bad. <laughs> comment. Uh, give us your feedback. Tell us. Uh, give us ideas on like topics you guys want to hear from us, or like um, things we can improve on because we don't. You know, all. You know, all criticism ain't bad. Just how you take it. But you know, we can take criticism, man. That's the point of us taking it it's for us to improve better for y'all. Exactly. We want to give y'all the best product as possible. So please just. Give us some uh, information on what y'all think we can do better. Um, Patreon, YouTube, 
Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Anchor, Anchor, Anchor. That's where all. I mean, that's the that's the main main place you can uh, get the audio besides SoundCloud and uh, Apple <laughs> and Spotify. You threw me off with that one with the Anchor. Yes, Anchor. Anchor is another uh, audio podcast platform that you guys can catch us on. But make sure you go check out all those pages. Um, dropping like Ty said, trying to be consistent every week. God damn it, we we out here. <laughs> Promise we are. Right. But we right. just want to make sure everything's right for y'all. Right. Um, I don't got nothing else. You didn't want to uh, dive a little bit deeper into the uh, jealousy envy topic, or you nah, just wanna... I think I think we t- I think we kind of covered like the most of it up for real. Because like I said, what you know what we talked about with dogs, that was just tying into everything else. So yep. I think we did good on that, but. Well, yeah, man, that's going to be it for this episode, man. Until then, I'm your boy, T.Y. It's your boy, Seth. And uh, we're going to close it out on the Patreon version of some of these sleeper songs that we have ready for y'all to play. And then we'll see y'all in the next episode. So, that until is. then, we on. Speak your mind. 2.0. S.Y.M. Networks. Speak your mind. <laughs> All right, uh, for our Patreon fans, uh, my song of the day is uh, I Want You by October London. Also, you guys can hear this on SoundCloud, Apple, and Spotify, and Anchor. All this music will be on those platforms as well. Thank you.
I was October London. I want you off of uh, that Snoop Dogg algorithm tape that just dropped over the weekend. Um, we got Ty's pick with Love Sue coming at you live and in fact right now. Speak your mind 2.0 SYM Speak your Shout out to Daz. Vintage. Disregard what, what whatever was playing just now. But yeah, what was that playing? <laughs> I don't know. But it's not. Loki was about to come in a fire though. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but hey, Patreon, all the audio listeners, that is it for the Speak Your Mind podcast. We are up out of here. Um, enjoy your night. Peace. Ow.